Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Brainwaves. Hear the world differently. Bringing community mental health to you, raising awareness and challenging stigma. Tune in to 3CR Community Radio, Wednesdays at 5pm. Melbourne's Drive Time Radio Program, featuring community organisations, powerful stories and information. Find us at brainwaves.org.au. Proudly sponsored by Wellways Australia. Hello and welcome to Brainwaves on 3CR, 855am, 3CR Digital Radio and 3cr.org.au. My name is Rebecca and this week it's Radiothon. Radiothon runs from June 3rd to June 16th and during this time 3CR is raising funds to go towards the running costs of the station. This year's theme is Power Radical Radio. Throughout today's show we'll be taking donations for Radiothon, so if you enjoy Brainwaves and like what we do, then please pick up the phone and pledge a donation to our show on 9419 or you can text 0488809855. You can also donate online at 3cr.org.au. If you make a donation, we'll also give you a shout out. So please give the studio a call on 94198377. This year, our aim is $1,250. And thank you to those who have already donated. Caitlin, Caitlin, do you want to read out who's already donated? Yes, I do. Okay, so first we have Jackie Brown, who's donated $10. Thank you so much. <laughs> Yay, thanks, Jackie. And next we have MV Vescio, who's also donated $10. Thank you. <laughs> So um, on today's show, um, we have uh, volunteer Rebecca and myself, and together we're going to have a discussion about mental health radio and I guess what empowers us and, and how they kind of fit together. Yeah, so basically we, ca- we came up with a few questions. So our first question is, how has radio been instrumental about raising awareness about mental health? Um, and I think for me in particular, what I've noticed has been a huge trend over the past few years is radio and podcasts in particular mm. about mental health are more popular. Yeah. Everyone's really into like self-love and taking care of yourself. So I feel like radio has kind of contributed to that because we're one of the first radio shows about mental health in the industry. Absolutely. So it's been pretty amazing. Yeah. And I think the podcast is great because it can reach a wider audience, which is really important. Um, the other thing that I love is the fact that you know, we're able to talk to people who have uh, lived experience with mental health issues. So they're able to share, you know, their story, get it out there, uh, reducing stigma and just bringing, raising awareness for, um, you know, different types of mental illness um, and just their own personal experiences as well. Um, Just makes it easier for everyone to feel like that they still belong and everything's, you know, good for them. So, And I feel like, I don't know, just in my opinion, like writing as a journalist, I feel like it's much easier to understand a story when you can actually hear, hear someone like Absolutely. speak it. Like yeah. I feel like it's more, I know, personal, but also like empowering as well because it's you 
have the chance to talk to someone who like has like whether it's a troubled background or whether they've done something really amazing like mm. I think it adds so much I don't know speciality to it like yeah. it makes it more I know resonate it resonates more mm. with like the public I think whereas if you read like an article about mental health it's kind of you can't really get that emotion. It can be or very connect. sterile. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Whereas it's more personal. Well, I guess being on radio and and talking to people, even when we do talk to professor uh, professionals on here, um, a lot of them will share experiences that they have, either themselves with their own um, other clients or participants, but they'll also you know be able to talk about their own experiences working in that area and seeing it from a different point of view as well. Yeah, yeah. definitely agree. Yeah. So um, I guess the next question is, um, can you think of any shows that we have done recently on Brainwaves where we have discussed uh, a radical outlook um, to mental health? I think so. I think uh, the show we did on a review of How Mad Are You Mm -hmm. was really good. Um, It definitely showed that you can't judge a book by its cover. Um, And... In a way, it, it challenged, like, our perceived, um, preconceived, like, ideas of what mental illness looks like and, like, what stigma mm. plays in a role of trying to diagnose someone. <coughs> and that was kind of like a revolutionary program, wasn't it? Like, it wasn't something that had been um, done before, as far as I'm aware, like a reality TV show kind of thing that was sort of centred around mental health like it was a bit of a risk and I think they it kind of really paid off so it was really interesting I guess from that point of view as well yeah definitely because I think like having psychologists and uh I think it was like yeah psychologists trying to diagnose people with what type of mental disorder they might have Mm. like it's it's pretty it's pretty great because a lot of the time is when people go into a session, they go in to meet some someone like a psychologist. They're mm. putting faith yeah, into their professional's absolutely. hand. So it's kind of making them vulnerable them. in a way, wasn't it? So we could yeah. see that you know they're not always going to get it right. Sometimes they're going to misdiagnose and get things wrong as well, just you yeah. know off the cuff. Um, and I think as um, I don't know if you experience this, but someone being kind of in that. Um, on a personal level being in that area like having to see psychologists and therapists and other things and having those diagnosis and you know often we don't talk about when they get it wrong and I think Mm. that's that's probably the most radical part of that whole series really when you think about it is that you know making us break away from that preconceived idea that professionals know everything they're always perfect they can't put a foot wrong and we need to be able to speak out more about how that can happen Um, you know I think we had someone on our show who had had a, you know, misdiagnosis, you know, and we've had other volunteers who've had um, their diagnosis changed over time. Again, it's not something that's talked about often and that was something that I, you know, I loved about our discussion that day. I thought it was really powerful. Yeah, and usually you can't tell just by looking at someone Mm. what condition they may have or if they even have a condition at all, which I thought was really interesting because in particular there was a gentleman on the show who... Um, he was pretty old, he had a beard, he had scruffy hair and they automatically assumed he had schizophrenia because he was having problems with, like, memory Mm. and 
that wasn't the case at all. Yeah. Like he ended up not having a mental illness at all. Yeah. So I think it's really interesting to see how that stigma still mm. really plays. Oh, absolutely. A huge Highlights. Deal in society. Yeah. And you wouldn't think that it would be something that, or maybe you would think that it's something that um, you know professionals kind of still hold that stigma as well, mm. um, without even realizing it. So it was really good to highlight that and. And hopefully, you know, talking about that and hopefully with their show that that's something that we can change, that we can, you know, stop that stigma through, um, you know, preconceived ideas of, of what mental illness looks like. Yeah. And I think even the best part about it lately, especially now, I'm. it's more people are more open about their diagnosis and, Mm. in fact, it kind of empowers them to try and make a difference and to raise awareness and challenge the stigma around Mm. like mental like mental ill health Mm. because it's people that are coming out and saying like this is a diagnosis but like what it clinically says that they're like for instance like BPD it's Mm. one of the most stigma related mental illnesses like there's heavy stigma around it like the diagnosis and even anything you read on the internet makes it seem like an evil thing to have. To have, yeah. Like people... Or that the person themselves is evil. Yeah, yeah. when it's completely not the case. And I mm. think what's empowering is how people are taking their labels and, like, owning it and mm. redefining That's what so redefining. mental yeah, illness absolutely. is. absolutely, absolutely. So, yeah, the next question is why is radical radio important for mental health? So what do you think about that? Um, well, again, I think we just kind of broached it a bit there. It's like we, we get to talk about what we want to talk about. We don't have to talk about things that, you know, the mainstream um, media will discuss, you know, what's going to be something that's going to get the most attention. We'll talk about the things that probably don't get highlighted very often, like the fact that, um, you know, we did a show um, on good psychologists versus bad, you know, bad psychologists and what that might look like and, and how therapy can work for different people. We can talk about holistic things rather than just, you know, the medical model, which is, you know, the typical thing that everyone talks about. And I think also just giving people, you know, a voice and to, for them to be able to talk about their experiences, even if they're not like everybody else's, which is perfectly okay. We don't all have to have the exact same experience with mental health or what recovery looks like or anything like that. So, yeah, I think that's really important. Yeah. I think in particular, just from my aspect of, like, studying journalism and wanting to go within the industry, Mm. a lot of the times mass media, like huge media companies, they tend to report on the clinical side of things. That's right, And not very... Sometimes there's, like, human interest stories, depending if there's, like, a serious issue, like, um, in regards to the commission on, Mm. like, sexual assault and that. A lot of personal stories came out through that, but it was still done in a very kind of, I guess, sterile and clinical way. And sometimes, like, I think one of the best things about challenging stigma is to actually put faces to like diagnosis and issues because we're much more like we're more going to be able to like support someone or even change our minds Mm. about certain things if there's a face to it and if it's like a human that you can see and empathize Mm. with and I think that's 
what's really important and what a lot of people in the media don't really get because it's huge. Mm. Um, yeah, and, and I think another thing that works for us here um, at 3CR is being able to talk to people about things that, um, you know, mainstream media might be too scared to talk about. Like we had a, a conversation with a lovely lady, Kate, um, a couple of weeks ago who uh, had experienced a gambling addiction and that gambling addiction, um, it, it looks as though it was at the cause of medication um, that she was taking at the time for, for another issue. And I haven't seen anything about that in the mainstream media. I have not heard of anything about that. Like, like I didn't even know that was a thing that could happen. So I feel like, again, being able to not be afraid of um, upsetting anyone or anything like that, like it's really important to have a free voice and I feel like that's something that we do here, um, yeah. that we're lucky enough to do here. So, yeah. so yeah, so for that reason, keep donating and, and you know call us up and you know text on 0488809855 we need more money so we can keep going and keep being that voice yeah and definitely when it comes to like hearing stories so especially in the media the media loves statistics yeah. i love statistics <laughs> when it comes to stories but how easy is it to skew those statistics <laughs> yeah but also it's like you think now it's one in four Australians mm. suffer from mental illness mm. in any given year, I'm pretty certain. It's pretty accurate. Mm. Um, and you don't you don't really think about that. But then if you're in a room with all your friends and family, that's like one in four people, you line them all up and you're like, okay, this is a decent chunk of people that I love or mm. people that I'm friends with. And... I think when we connect personally to people, that's when we start to actually care about mm. certain issues. Like I think that's just the nature of being human. Mm. And a lot of the time there are certain restrictions on what you can and can't report when it comes to like suicide and eating disorders. Like you have to be very careful of how you word things. But a lot of the time you have to you have to dig to find like the good stories mm. and the good stories just end up being about the people who have who are struggling and are finding their way out and yeah and sometimes there's you know the people who 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 don't have the perfect recovery or people who don't have the you know the perfect diagnosis or the perfect support they also need to be heard and understood and and that's not something that's you know going to be seen a lot on mainstream yeah. radio or mainstream media so yeah and yeah. definitely some of like my favorite pieces that I've written mm. are just me sitting down one-on-one -on -one with someone who has suffered with mental illness like is suffering from a mental disorder mm. and it's some of like the best stories that I've written yeah. and it's and it's great because I think it not only can impact other people I think it impacts like myself and how I go about things because mm. it's like it's very human and we're taught that when like to be vulnerable is is weak and mm. we can't show emotion because people will want to get in front and try to beat us but it's not it's not the f no. it's not a fact no and it's also okay for us to challenge not just our ideas of each other but you know the ideas um that we have as presenters like I know some of the greatest 
um, episodes that we've done have been with those who um, don't necessarily agree. So we'll have like a more interesting discussion um, for that. Oh, look, 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 we've just got another donation. Um, thank you, PJ McLean, for your $10. Keep pledging, people. Keep pledging. And yet you can text us on 0488809855 or you can even call the studio 94919837. Yeah, and if you uh, don't feel like doing either of those, you can also pledge online at 3cr.org.au backslash donate. Yeah, and basically donations is what keeps 3CR running. It's what keeps our show running. Yeah. And I think... We just celebrated eight years. I know. How uh, awesome is like, that? Like, not too long ago, yeah, actually. Yeah. So, let's continue. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fantastic. I guess um, we can start talking about our next topic, which is why is radical radio important for mental health? Oh, we just did that one. Oh, we did that one. Oh, see, I'm not even looking. <laughs> but we might, um, yeah, the next one is, hang on, where do I go? Da, 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 da. Have you ever had to advocate for you or someone else in regards to mental health? And this is a good one. I know this is something important for you. So Yeah, yeah. so I think, I know based on my experience, which is kind of a lot, so I'm 23 in a couple of weeks, and since ever since I probably like was a teenager, I was suffering from mental illness. And Mm -hmm. I think it was something back then it was very stigmatized. It was, you basically should not have left the house if you had mental illness. Like it was considered to be a really bad thing. Um, And I know for myself, I really had to fight for myself Mm -hmm. to be heard and to be taken seriously because while I was going through like a lot of stuff, people would throw the term, like especially on social media, like attention seeker, um, that like you don't suffer from anything, like you're just being ridiculous or you're just being a sook, like all that. Mm. And I found like what I've really had to do over the years is just fight so people can take me seriously, but also so people can take other people seriously because back then it was like mental illness wasn't talked about like if you were suffering it was a bad thing like yeah, I remember a weakness. Yeah. yeah yeah like I remember getting sent down to Brisbane for treatment and once I came back people were like walking on eggshells because they were like I don't really know what's going on and then whenever people would talk to me or if I'd had a bad day and I was crying they're just like oh she's like She's just having a sook, like, oh, mm. she's got mental health problems. That's the reason why she's like that. But it actually wasn't. So I think for me it created some, I know, some sort of resistance because the one thing, like, I've hated, like, th- and, like, even now mm. it's, like, the term, like, attention-seeking yeah. and then in... It's often a cop-out because the person who's on the, the other side of that doesn't know how to help you or understand what you're going through. So it's it's easy to just call it out for a different type of behaviour yeah. than, you know, go, I don't know what that means. Yeah, or even that, it's like, obviously, if, and I personally, I don't see attention-seeking in a bad way because no. it's like someone's obviously crying out for help. So yeah. why wouldn't you, like, help them or at least 
provide the help for them. Yeah. Um, and that's what I think a lot of people don't realize because especially when I was younger, I wasn't getting the things that I really needed to develop like emotionally mm. and mentally. And I like a lot of things like I just didn't have and I didn't have the skills to be able to give that to myself. Whereas now, like I'm grown up, like mm. I've so been So you fight for just yourself, but for everyone else as well. Yeah, because yeah. I still feel, I know, I still look back on where I was when I was younger and I'm like, you know what? All I needed was a hug. All I needed was yeah. for someone to say, it's going to be okay. Mm. Like there are things you can't control and it's not in, and you, and no one can really control what's going on now. Mm. But as long as you've got support, like you'll be okay. And I think that's all I really needed when I was younger. And I think now it's more so that's what I want to do. Yeah. And, Give, yeah. and that's, I feel like that's very important for me as well. I feel like, um, advocacy is really starting to take off um, pretty much everywhere with mental health, which is fantastic because it didn't used to be that you would have very many advocates. Um, so, yeah, no, it's definitely it's definitely a positive. And I think radio, especially 3CR, they, they're very, very advocate-focused. I mean, that's like the whole purpose of Radical Radio is to advocate for others. And I feel like we try and do that as much as we can here. So, yeah. yeah, and it's an amazing thing as well, like advocating for not only for yourself but your for, for your friends yeah. because mental mental illness, like, affects so many people. Mm. Like, we all have bad days, we all get sad, and we all have happy days. Yeah, I'm, I'm one of those people that doesn't do very well at advocating for myself, but if I see someone else going through something that I've experienced and they're not getting the support they need, that I'm, you know... I'm ready there to rip yeah. it and, and well, help them. <laughs> yeah, well, anytime anyone's upset, I'm just like, I'll be there this, like, just call me, like, anytime, yeah. literally, and I'll be there. Um, and also, in the meantime, thank you to Eric and Nigel from St Kilda who donated $10. Thanks so much, guys. Oh, thanks. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Remember, you can donate on 0488809855. And you can even call the studio at 94198377. All your donations help the studio keep running and keeps our show running. Yes. So you can keep listening to our lovely voices. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. Okay. Well, I guess um, our last question today is uh, how can brainwaves empower listeners in the future? Yeah, so this is kind of interesting, I think, for me at least, because obviously to be a part of Brainwaves, you need to be, to have a lived experience of mental illness. And initially, when I signed up for the program, I went for an interview and I was really hoping I'd get it. And mm -hmm. thankfully I did. <laughs> and how long have you been here now? Uh, three years, yeah, I think, in awesome. September. That's so fantastic. it's been a, been a long time now. Um, and... I think it really empowered me because back then, like I always, I was always scared to talk about my own mental illness mm -hmm. because like from previous experience, like people were, people would call me an attention seeker or just wouldn't like care and would just brush me off. And I think being on brainwaves and talking to so many people that like do things not even for themselves, like do it for other people and help other people, like that's really empowered me and in fact, it's kind of made me love mental health and talking about it mm. and 
to the point now where most of my university assignments have been about mental health and it's got to the point where I'm like yeah like I want to make a career out of it yeah that's and so now when I graduate this year (laughs) thank goodness I'm going to be starting a master's of counseling which I think would be amazing because it's I like I hate interviewing people especially about like mental illness and traumatic things and not being able to help them them. or know what to say and I think doing counselling will really help that. Plus, I love helping people. I love talking to people Mm. about their lives and things they've suffered with. And I think it's amazing. And I wouldn't have done it if, like, I wasn't on brainwaves. Like, I think I'd still probably be that girl who was, like, too scared to, like, open up and talk about, like, life and, like, what I've gone through. Yeah. And and I guess for me, um, how it empowers... Or how we can continue to empower is through hearing more different stories. You know, we need to take a step back. I feel like, you know, we're getting some, making some waves now with mainstream media, you know, the whole stigma and everything else that's coming. We've still got barriers to break through. We've still got discussions to have. We've still got to talk about why things are working, why things aren't working and what we can do to fix that. Um, so there's a lot of work to do and I think we can still do it. So with that in mind, please donate so that we can keep doing what we need to do um, to break those barriers. And you can donate by texting your pledge on 0488 809 855 or you can call in on 9419 8377 or you can also donate online on 3cr.org.au backslash donate. Yeah, and I think it's without this program... Like, I know especially a lot of volunteers that have come through here. Like, I've met some of, like, my greatest friends yeah, through this program. That's wonderful. Like, talking about mental health, like, it's like it's so good. And it's even nice to, like, sit down and look back at all the shows we do, all the topics we talk about, and all the people we talk about and see how much of a difference, like, that has made. Yeah. And it's even great, especially when we've had people that we've had years ago oh, yeah. come in and talk yeah. again because it's like, yeah. what have you been up to? That's right. We did that a couple of weeks ago when Paul came on um, talk about his latest book. So, and and that's great. Like you know, and he was a he was also a volunteer back when it first started, which is fantastic. Um, but I guess we're going to start to wrap up now. Um, so. I'd like to say thank you, Rebecca, for coming and volunteering today. I think this is your second radiothon, is that right? Or third? Uh, third, third? Actually. Wow, that's awesome. So I've, I've been here a long time. <laughs> it's 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 kind of great to see how far like it goes every year and how like supportive and loving yeah. people are, and even like your, the listeners at home. Like we wouldn't be able to do this yes, without like your you. support, like thank your you, donations. Thank you, thank you. Like it's. I know it's changed my life. It's helped yeah. me figure out what I want to do as a career. Oh, and I think it raises so much awareness yeah. and like we're doing great so far and we appreciate yeah. all the support and all the ideas like we get. Awesome. Like I remember a few weeks ago we did a show and I think it was about my ankle pain. Oh, yes. And like so people so, were, someone rang in and Someone said, rang in and gave me a note. Yeah, which and is it was amazing. Yeah, I remember that major day. That was awesome. All right, so thank you, everyone, for your donations towards this year's Radiothon. Uh, Today we have raised $40 so far. Um, We still have uh, 1,210 to go. So you can still donate after the show. Um, Hop online uh, to the 
website, which is 3cr.org.au slash donate, um, or you can post a check or money order to PO Box 1277 Collingwood 3066. Uh, you can still call up as well um, on... Uh, 94198377 or text on 0488809855. That's again is um, 94198377 or text on 0488809855. So you've been listening to 3CR Community Radio on 855am. You can listen to podcasts of our show on iTunes, the 3CR website and brainwaves.org.au. We'll be back next Wednesday at 5pm for another episode and up next is Raise the Roof. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.